You're listening to your Dental Top 5 podcast with Amanda Hill, informing you on the top trends in dentistry every Thursday. Brought to you by the creators of A Tale of Two Hygienists podcast. And now, here's your host, Amanda Hill. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Your Dental Top 5, where we take trending topics in dentistry and break them down into five usable highlights that you can take back to your op, your life, or just look smarter at your next dinner party. I'm your host, Amanda Hill. So today's episode is super fun because we are recording it live. Like I am legit in the same room with my guests, which normally I'm over Zoom. So, and we are at the ADHA. It's like live from the ADHA, Amanda (laughs) Hill and your dental top five. So my guests are three amazing RDHs who I've kind of fanned over for a little while. And then it was super fun because we met in person last night and they're like, they were like excited to meet me and I was excited to meet them. And uh, lots of love, lots Lots of love. love. I got to tell you, if you've never come to a dental convention, you need to come to a dental convention because the love is, is a flowing. So I want to introduce uh, three amazing hygienists, Jessica Atkinson, Malia Lewis, and Shelly Brown. And they, all are RDHs with their master's degree in education and they have Hygiene Edge. And if you don't know about Hygiene Edge, well, you should because it's amazing. (laughs) And we're going to do the top five educator tips. So ladies, tell me a little bit about Hygiene Edge. Hygiene Edge started because the three of us have a passion for education and we saw a gap with our students reading information and then applying that information. Something happened between reading what they were supposed to do and then when they did what they thought they were supposed to do, it looked very different than what we wanted to happen. So over a number of different brain babies, we came up with the idea to put some content on YouTube and started with short videos, tips and tricks, and found out that not only students need a brush up, but also longtime professionals. So you can find lots of tips and tricks and things that will help you become a better practitioner of dental hygiene, no matter where you are in your professional journey. Absolutely. It's like, you know, the whole seeing is believing. Sort of like how we use intraoral cameras with our patients, right? We use a mouthwatch camera. That's my favorite. And we show our patients that plaque on that tooth. And then they're like, oh. It's different to see it. (laughs) It is totally different. How long has Hygiene Edge existed? Oh, it's been six years. Happy birthday. (laughs) It started when I had my second baby. So he's six. I track everything by babies' ages, too. So, okay, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, so you guys are going to talk about the top five educator tips because you guys are all educators. We are. Passionate about education. Yes. And and I know that there's a lot of hygienists, particularly here at the ADHA, that are educators or maybe are thinking about becoming educators and what does that look like and and how, you know, how do you even get into that gig and how do you know that it's the right gig for you and all that kind of thing. So these are really important things I think to talk about. Right. Yeah. And with our other podcasts on this network, we talk a lot more about education. So this is just going to a little put your toe in the water, but if you have more education helps that you need or interested in it more in education, you can definitely listen to us a little bit more there. Exactly. Cause you guys are hosting a tale of two hygienists once a month. We yes. are head on over to yes. Hygiene Edge Educators. That's where we'll find educators. them. Hygiene <laughs> Educators. I love it. All right. Well, let's launch let's into, into the top five. So what's number one? Number one is to share resources. There's a lot of ways to do 
one thing sometimes and there's a lot of good ways to do it and it's really important as educators if you have somebody you're mentoring to be able to share what you're doing so they can build off of that and grow and make education even better for students. Wait, so you mean I shouldn't like create something and totally keep it to myself and not tell anyone else about it? It's well, tempting. Yeah. It's tempting because it's a lot of work when you get into education, right? You have to reinvent the wheel a lot of times and it's really stressful. But if we can help each other not do that, that would be ideal and make each student will just improve, improve, improve more as we share what we have. So. And when you share with someone else, they share back and you yes. grow and you learn. But sometimes you realize like, oh, you know, maybe we won't, but we <laughs> do. They, they'll, they'll give back to you. And I think that that will grow then both people to become really great educators. Yeah. And education is a lot of work. I didn't know how long it was going to take me to create a syllabus or how long it was going to take me to create learning objectives and outcomes. These things take time, they take effort, and if you don't have to reinvent the wheel and you can use other material that's already been created, then you can focus on the subject material and that's where you can really make a difference well and i bet then you can you know you start with something and then you can build on it and oh then, yeah and then you go back like, like you said preschool sharing right we're going back to preschool sharing so then i give back to you like and you build and you build and you build and then it becomes something great that all learners understand because we all know that we all learn in a different way yeah, yeah. exactly totally which leads into our tip number two perfect which is have a support group <laughs> you can't just do it alone your support group could be people within the own school it could be people the people who came before you who taught the class before you or it could be there's like facebook groups right that you can join yeah and get support that way as well um who maybe teach other programs across the country so it's a great way and if you don't have a support group reach out to us we yes. would love to help you and support you in your education we are journey because <laughs> we've done it you know and we're still fresh in our education careers so we want to help you as a fresh educator and, I mean, learn from you as well. So, yes. yeah, reach out to us. We'd love that. Because you're going to have to have a support group when you get student feedback, which is our number three. Number three. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> how, to, how to navigate student feedback. And how I navigate student feedback is I call my friends. <laughs> we have a whole podcast on that. <laughs> you do. And the, the takeaway there is you might cry a little bit. You, yeah. But you it, might grow a lot. At the same time. And, and it's good to get the perspective of your students through the lens of other educators. Educators who have been doing it a lot longer than maybe you have. For them to really help you identify what is constructive and what is sometimes just downright nasty and critical. And that you might be taking a little more personally than you need to. So I, my very first year as a full-time faculty member, I actually called these two and I said, this is the feedback I got. And I was able to get some good perspective and I did cry a little bit and I also grew a lot. Yeah. Well, I've always heard the, the th uh, third love you of your students, a third hate you and the third are, don't say anything, but the thirds that love and hate are very vocal. So you kind of just have to take it as a grain of salt when you get those reviews that for everyone that hates you, there's probably 10 that just that like you, but don't really say anything. So you kind of have to like take each one with a grain of salt and then just learn and grow from it. Well, it's very similar to anything in life. I think we all have as a clinical hygienist, we have patients that love you and patients mm -hmm. that hate you <laughs> and patients that don't care what hygienist they see. And but I have I think back to when I was a student and I was, you know, this 
young 18 year old, you know, I was probably a little whiny. <laughs> like, just saying, yeah, I think right. I was probably hygiene's hard. I, I was mean, complaining about like, why do I have to learn about pharmacology? This is so dumb. I'm never going to use it. Um, and so also, I'm sure it's wading through some of that. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. definitely wading through where they are on their own emotional <laughs> journey or professional journey. Yeah. How, yeah, it's definitely taking that into consideration but I just wish my students had such a cute whiny voice like there you <laughs> go there you go wouldn't you just oh, yeah it would be so good oh, so good all right well what's listening. number four our four is that you don't have to know everything I remember as a new teacher I was like I have to read this entire book like to you know I have to know everything all right now or I'm going to be in trouble they're going to ask me something that I don't know but I realized that sometimes we're just one step ahead of the students in teaching. Yeah. And then also I learned that it's okay to tell them, I don't know that, but I'm going to help you find it. We're going to find it together. And right? also, I don't know that because that's out of our scope of practice. I don't know about you, but there is a time when your students realize that, oh, you're a dental hygienist. You're not an embryologist. What? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you can't tell me why this happened at the fourth week. Why does the heart start beating? I'm like, I don't know. Nobody asked me. <laughs> well, I think it's a good, it's, it models great behavior too, right? Because yeah. they're going to have that their whole career is that they're not going to know an answer. But if you can show them that, I don't, I don't know it, and you can own up to that, but you know how to find it. Yeah. You can show them how to find good research. You can work through the problem together. I think just modeling that behavior is really beneficial for them in their whole career. It's probably more beneficial than just giving them the answer right after. Totally. And yeah. when it's out of your scope of practice, refer. There yeah. you go, refer. <laughs> but I certainly, in the, in the clinical chair, I mean, patients ask me stuff all the time that I don't know. And so being able to have that confidence to not wilt like a little flower and be like, oh, I don't know, I'm dumb. Or, you know what, I don't know, but let's find out. Exactly. Um, and having that confidence to be able to do that and not feel defeated by it. Because, totally. you know what, as hygienists, we have to know a lot of stuff. Yeah, we're really smart, but whoa, and it's and it's and it's changing and it's dynamic and and you just can't know all the things. Oh, and that's yeah. why we have to have our support group. And that's why you come to things like the ADHA and and all those kind of things to to be able to be able to be comfortable saying, OK, I don't know everything. And that's why you have to continue in your education, whether that be continuing <laughs> education, learning more about the content that we already are a little familiar with and it can also be continuing your formal education which brings us to number five number five number five so malia shelley and i all worked together at the same it was our, our alma mater <laughs> and we were thinking about what comes next in our own professional journey and as we sat in dental materials at the utah college of dental hygiene we go oh maybe we should go back to school and i say keep learning whether that be formally or informally but either way do it with friends yeah dentistry is never it's always moving it's always changing just like any science so always be learning and growing is a great life lesson to just follow through formal or not so formal there's so many amazing resources nowadays that you can glean off and your students can glean off as well i feel like every ce course i go to i mean we're here at the adha everyone i've gone to i'm like I can put that in this class and I can put that in this class. And I'm like, I need to put, I need to let students know because they're the future of our profession. 
and they we have to teach them to then go out and like do these things and make it better so i'm like we have to you know invest in these students so much they're so important to the future of our profession which i love I feel like hygiene is changing so fast right now um, in a glorious way. And Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, if we closed our eyes and imagined what hygiene is going to look like 10 years from now, I I just, I I picture this more empowered hygienist. Yeah. The hygienist that isn't like, well, my doctor won't buy me the instruments. And so I don't have what I need. And, and, and companies like Safco Dental Supply, who now sell direct to hygienists, so they can go out and nice. get what they need. And so I think really remembering that you were always a learner and we were, in, we were never a knower. And to I remain in that, that learner space throughout our entire career mm. and how we can continue to elevate our profession. And I love that you're saying that it's not just formal education because, I don't know, the idea of getting a master's degree to me just sounds like a lot and scary and I have two kids in college that's and why I can't I made, do that right now and that's blah, why blah, blah. nine of my friends do it with me there you go yeah <laughs> and so but to do things like the ADHA or different certificate yeah. programs like I just did the OSAP infection control program you know so I could sort of up my game there and so you know got some little you know things to put on LinkedIn for, oh, yeah. but different things like that that you're continually learning and the biggest key I think is then then you're remaining excited about your career amen totally yes which that's, is important while you're in education, when you're in education, it's to keep learning so you can always be excited because, you know, it's hard. Education's hard. The burnout rate is high. So hopefully preventing that with educate, educating yourself is really important. So Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. This has been so great. All right. Let's review the top five. So the top five educator tips are one, share resources, two, have a support group, three, navigating student feedback. Don't be a whiner. <laughs> Four. Don't, you don't have to know everything. And five, continue in your education. So if people want to reach out to you guys, how can they do it? Yeah, the best way is definitely online, either through our website, hygieneedge.com, or we're also on Instagram or Facebook. It's just at hygieneedge again. Um, and we're, we are the one that answered the email. So we would love to chat with you and talk with you or direct message us. We would love it. But Instagram or our website is definitely the best. You can also subscribe to our YouTube. That's where we put all our new videos full of tricks and tips and helpful ideas that we've gleaned through the years and different conventions and just working clinically to make your clinical practice a lot better. The videos are so good, people. If Thank you guys have you. never watched those videos, man, like you're sort of like, wait, I don't really understand how to do that. And you watch the video, you're like, oh, okay, I think I can do that. So thank you yeah. for all your awesome content. Thank you. I of you. love it. <laughs> I'm grateful. That's the intent. <laughs> Yay. Well, we all know that only four out of five dentists could agree. So if you have something to add to this top five or you have an idea for a whole nother top five, email me at amandahillrdh at gmail.com and make it a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Your Dental Top 5. Be sure to join us next Thursday to hear more from Amanda. 